Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, and today I'm going to talk about the trend of using an LLC to buy real estate inside and outside of your retirement account. So 1977, Wyoming was the first state to pass an LLC statute, and the idea behind the LLC was to combine the limited liability protection of a corporation with the pass-through tax treatment of a partnership. And really, the, the whole point of the Wyoming statute was for a lot of oil and gas development. They wanted to attract investment, and they created this limited liability co company statute. And some 10 years or so later, the IRS blessed the concept, which led to all 50 states establishing LLC laws. So a lot has changed since the 70s and 80s. Today, LLC is the most popular type of entity. Almost, all, almost close to 90% of new entities uh, are LLCs, new businesses. Uh, LLCs are S-Corps. C-Corporations are becoming a little bit more popular now, thanks to the Trump tax plan, the 2017 tax plan, which lowered the tax rate from 35 to 21%. So that's added some uh, interest in using a C-Corp. And in fact, uh, in May 2018, KKR, one of the largest private equity funds, announced that they were going to move their partnership to a C-Corporation. So there's a lot of trends in that regard too. But the, the trend in real estate is LLCs, and, and the whole play on an LLC is from a tax standpoint. So, of course, the limited liability protection is important, right? Because the whole idea of limited liability protection is when you make an investment to an LLC, the LLC protects your assets outside of the LLC. So if you have a $100,000 home in the LLC, but you have a million dollars in the bank account in your name outside the LLC, God forbid something happens in the LLC and there is not enough insurance, to cover the uh, damages and there's been no fraud or breach of fiduciary duty or, or, or uh, the attorney, the opposing attorney is able to breach the corporate veil or pierce it, then the million dollars outside the LLC is protected and the creditors can't touch it. All they'll be able to touch is the assets inside the LLC. And that's the beauty of limited liability protection. So for real estate, that's obviously pretty important because you have uh, a lot of potential tort actions there from slip and falls to fires, to all kinds of, of different matters that, that could arise. So having that LLC shield, especially if you have assets outside of the LLC, uh, is very important. So the LLC statute, again, took that from the C-Corp, the corporation or S-Corp statute uh, and concept, which allows for corporations to have limited liability protection. However, the tax benefit is just as important because unlike a corporation that pays 21% tax and then any dividend that gets dividend to the shareholders would also be subject to a tax, an LLC, the entity doesn't pay tax. Only the members do. So let's take an example. Let's just assume, keep it simple, 20% tax rate instead of 21% because the numbers are much easier with 20 versus 21. Let's say C-Corp makes 100 bucks, okay, or pays 20% tax, leaves it with 80 bucks. The Corporation can then reinvest that 80 bucks or give it as a bonus and, and then that individual would pay tax on it or it could just leave it in the company to reinvest it. If it did send it as a dividend back to the individual shareholder, that shareholder would pay tax on the dividend. That's called a double tax. Corporate pays one, shareholder pays a second in the form of dividend. An LLC earns $100. The LLC entity pays no federal income tax. And then the member would pay, let's say, a 20% tax, leaving the LLC versus with 80 versus, let's say, 64 with a C-Corp. $20 to the government and then 20% of 80 is 60. It's $36, leaving you with 64 in the C-Corp context versus 80 from the LLC context. So you can see right away 
why the tax benefits uh, are helpful. Now, under the Trump's, Trump tax plan, there, there also was included a 20% deduction for business-related uh, income. That's not service-related. A little bit complicated, um, but that also is available if, there's, if the real estate's performed as a business uh, and the, the service functions and the income thresholds aren't uh, surpassed, there are, is another potential for a 20% deduction on top of that, So, um, which again would reduce the individual level tax, not the LLC tax because the LLCs don't pay a tax. So limited liability protection, tax benefits um, are the two main reasons why LLCs are so popular, especially for real estate, right? Real estate are generally uh, limited liability is important and also the taxation because there's a lot of passive investors who don't want their profits or their uh, income being reduced by taxation. The third is privacy or, or confidentiality. A lot of LLC statutes, when you form an LLC online, whether you do it online or you, you do it by paper, um, generally they don't ask for the owners. They just ask for a registered agent, which is a person that has an address in the state that is appointed to receive legal notification. So you could own the LLC, but the registered agent could be a company or a third party. And in some states, it's very hard to see who the owners are. Um, states like Delaware, Nevada, Wyoming, which are popular states, they're popular because they have very strong LLC statutes protecting ownership. It's like anti-charging laws. Um, it's very hard if you if you get control of that LLC that you can take and force the LLC to make distributions to you. So that's that's seemed as, as very protective of the owner because uh, even if you lose the LLC, they may not be able to make distributions. So kind of re- remove some of that risk. Uh, a lot of it's confidentiality too. If you form a Delaware, Nevada, or Wyoming, even Florida, even um, you know Texas, some other states. Uh, you don't have to show the owners or even the managers in some cases, just a registered agent. So uh, it's very helpful if people want to, uh, especially in real estate, they want to remain private. They don't want to give creditors the ability to find all their assets. Um, that's a very helpful thing. Some attorneys, uh, some government officials uh, have, have thrown some caution in the wind, especially after 9-11 and issues with uh, you know, some Middle East terrorism. They're worried that these LLCs are, are making it easier to funnel money and to buy U.S. assets without knowing who the owners are. So there's been some pushback. Um, we know the IRS has been concerned about this over overseas because they've included FBARs, foreign bank account reporting, also different requirements for U.S. persons who own real estate overseas to declare that. Um, but again, that's that's the U.S. looking at foreign ownership of U.S. citizens. Um, it's funny, but within the country, if you own an LLC in Missouri or Texas or California, uh, and, and and there's little uh, income, there's very little reporting you'd have to do other than with the state. So if it's a partnership, clearly you'd have to file a 1065 if you have two or more owners. Uh, But if it's just a single member LLC, you may not even have to file a Schedule C if there's no income and you're not taking any deductions. So you generally don't have to report it to the government. Uh, The state government would know, but uh, creditors would have a tough time finding out if you set it up in a Delaware or Nevada or Wyoming because you're not giving the name of the members, in some cases not even the name of the manager. All you're putting is the name of a registered agent. So that's very helpful. The reason you don't have to put the name of the members or the owners is that changes, right? I mean, imagine um, Apple was an LLC and you know, they have millions and millions and millions of shareholders. You'd have to keep updating these forms every, every minute. It's impossible. So clearly most states don't ask for the members. But the manager is important too because generally even if you are – 
the, if you're an owner or not, generally the, the manager has control, right? Controls the bank account, controls the operations, the LLC. So if you can do a search for Adam Bergman, you see I own, I manage, you don't know if I own it, but I manage eight LLCs in, in Florida, let's say, or New York, uh, you, you may be able to dig deeper and see, see if I actually own them. But even if I manage them, you'll be able to find out the LLC's names and, and look further into it and even maybe uh, request information from me if you're suing me as a creditor. So that is advantageous for, for you know creditors. But if I set the LLC up potentially in Nevada or Wyoming LLC or Delaware, I, I technically would not have to give the name of the manager, just a registered agent. So if I use the company as a registered agent, um, the company wouldn't reveal who the manager or member is. It would be very hard for creditors to identify the owner or managers. Um, this is something that obviously is, is quite helpful to a lot of people, especially in the real estate world. Um, obviously, uh, attorneys and, and government officials have expressed concern uh, from a terrorism standpoint. Also, creditor lawyers are not happy about that, clearly, because it's harder to find assets. So the trend not only uh, has stayed outside the retirement world, it's also in the retirement world. Uh, I'll just throw some numbers at you. In 2015, uh, 15% of all rental uh, properties are owned by LLCs or partnerships. In, in 91, it was just 8%. So and, um, it just gives you an idea uh, of where it's going. It's almost doubled since 91. More and more real estate is owned in LLCs. I'm actually surprised it's only 15%. I thought it would be uh, higher. It probably is. That was a 2015 survey. Uh, they probably looked at numbers from prior to 15. I think if they did an 18, they'd probably see that number up to 25 or so, 30%. Um, uh, retirement accounts just the same. If you're going to buy, use a self-directed IRA or a 401k to buy real estate, People want to set up the LLC from a confidentiality standpoint, also from a uh, limited liability protection. Tax standpoint, not as much because the LLC, um, the IRA doesn't pay tax. And clearly, uh, if it owned it individually through the IRA or directly through the IRA, I should say, or through an LLC, there wouldn't be tax either way. Clearly, a C-Corp could be an issue because why impose a 21% tax unless maybe you have UBID, unrelated business income tax, which is subject for a different podcast, which I, I've done already. But and I'll continue to, to update those regarding UBIT and the ability to use leverage, non-recourse leverage to buy real estate. But uh, otherwise, aside from UBTI, uh, you know, imposing a 21% tax on a, a tax-free transaction doesn't make a lot of sense. So the choices are generally use an LLC owned by the IRA to buy real estate called Checkbook Control or Self-Directed IRA LLC or simply have the IRA custodian buy it directly. In each case, you shouldn't pay any tax, no federal income tax. Again, LLCs don't pay tax, uh, and the members do, but in this case, we know an IRAs don't pay tax under Section 408 or 408A in the case of a Roth. So tax, not such a big issue, um, IRA world, 401k world. Limited liability protection, yes. Privacy, yes. People don't want other creditors or their creditors knowing that they own real estate and retirement account, even though the retirement account may be protected from creditors uh, and definitely from bankruptcy under uh, federal law, but in most states from creditors outside of bankruptcy, you know, why give the creditor's attorney more ammunition? They can try to argue something, corporate veil piercing or something to try to get to those assets. So people like the privacy play. They like the ability also through the checkbook control, the lower custodian fees, have the LLC at a local bank so they could pay contractors or pay taxes or pay for improvements quickly through a checkbook or a wire transfer at the LLC bank account at a local bank without having to go through a custodian, which uh, would trigger more fees and time delays. So that's why LLCs are gaining popularity. I've seen it in my client base. 
For, for the most part, real estate investors looking to buy real estate in their IRA are looking at the LLC as an option. If there's land purchases or transactions that don't have a lot of um, fluidity or there's not a lot of um, you know, action in terms of ongoing transactions, uh, then the direct custodian approach could work very well. You don't need to pay for the LLC, uh, which you know, is a cost, and um, you know, some people appreciate that. So again, uh, for any real estate investors out there, uh, you, you want to look at the LLC in, outside or inside a retirement account, you, you should potentially look, uh, work, I would suggest, with a local real estate attorney as well. Uh, certain states have uh, laws, for example, Florida, single-member LCs don't give you a whole lot of uh, limited liability protection. There's there's case law out there that suggests that a single-member LC or even an LC owned by an inherited IRA may not give you a total credit protection. So for Florida, a lot of people use a partnership. I'll have two IRAs own it, for example, or an IRA and a third party, non-disqualified, own it to give limited liability protection. So definitely want to look uh, to state law and talk to local attorneys as well that can help um, and you know, consider the LLC as a vehicle from a tax benefit, limited liability protection, and privacy point of view to maybe um, – you know, add some value to a real estate transaction. LLC costs, you know, pretty minimal. The whole setup's not a lot of money when you think of the potential risk. So I'm not telling anyone to do an LLC or not, but the options out there, if, you, if you're interested, learn more, talk to an accountant, an attorney. Um, you can talk to us about it, IRA Financial Group. Um, you can follow us at Twitter at IRAFG, Facebook, Instagram, um, and uh, LinkedIn, um, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. I uh, hope you found the podcast helpful, interesting, and uh, I uh, look forward to the next. Um, and again, if you have questions or comments, uh, you can email me or Adam B. at IRA Financial Group or uh, send us a message. Thanks, and until next time. Mm-hmm.